the president, which for those of you who don't know, there's a president. Israel also has a president. His name is Isaac Herzog. For those of you who also don't know, he's very famous for, I mean, he's a bit of a joke regardless, like he's powerless, whatever. He's also known for consistently f***ing doing the classic, like, uh, America found WMDs in Iraq shit, but for uh, Palestine. And it's always a flop. Not that it matters, because honestly, yeah, it just doesn't matter. These guys, uh, the, the Israeli defense position has been just to lie relentlessly and mercilessly and just do a barrage of lies over and over again consistently because like no one no one is in the business of fact checking you anyway but it's pretty funny to have this guy be the the guy who lies so frequently yeah labor party guy by the way this is the left in israel okay okay listen labor party is is not even a thing okay let's not it's just non-existent all right let's see what he had to do Thousands today of, i want to show you something exclusive laura so this is <laughs> Adolf Hitler's book, translated to Arabic, Mein Kampf. It's the book that led to the Holocaust and the book that led to World War II. This is the book that led to his victory in elections in, in Germany, which led to... Why, why is he doing this? Why is he doing this? Bro, you don't need to do all of this. Like, everybody's on board, right? Everyone in the media is on board. Everyone in, in, in the political sphere is on board with... Letting Israel kill as many babies as possible. They're like, please, kill more babies. Go ahead. We're going to keep giving you more money. We're going to keep giving you more weapons to kill babies with. And this guy's still like, I'm imagining him just being like, well, you know, this is a multi-front war effort. Like, I got to do my part. And he's just coming up with new and unique ways of, of uh, you know, trying to play a role here. And his role is just the guy who shows you the stupidest thing you've ever seen that, like, only the silliest people are going to get on board with. Like, he tried this already with the, with the Al-Qaeda manual, he said. Even if this is true, they found a single copy in a place of 2.2 million people. Like, it's not like they found a factory mass producing them. It's also fresh, too. To be fair, most people do fall for this. No, no. There's so much better propaganda that you can do. Like, when they go into a school, right? Like, they'll, I, I've watched the news coverage. My friends will sometimes, like, send me videos and be like, is this real? Like, what's going on here? Like, better propaganda in this circumstance would be something along the lines of just, like, going to a school and showing the school. And then, like, the building next to the school has a munitions depot. And then you're just like, look, this is a munitions depot inside of the school. And these little children, like, you imply without actually saying that, like, little babies are making uh the bombs or some shit right like that is better propaganda than this this is just dumb as fuck it also doesn't really make sense also the thing i just mentioned good propaganda they have done that so that's where i was coming from with this <laughs> my man is planting evidence like a 90s episode of cops no the funniest part about it is that he's not even planting good evidence you know what i mean what i just gave you an example of is like good evidence at least being like oh that you're trying to imply that the children are also somehow responsible for like the artillery making that's good evidence because at least like now you are trying to find like a moral permissibility for uh like a like a moral basis for why you're killing so many children this is not good evidence because what do you mean like oh they have a copy of mein Kampf. you found a copy of mein Kampf, so we should just start killing everyone in palestine like what the fuck like what a, what a psychotic fucking this only works if you're like completely if you've completely lost the plot you know what i mean worst atrocity of humankind which the british fought against well this book was found just a few days ago in northern gaza in a in a children's oh, yeah in a children's library <laughs> dude dude isaac is a fucking anti-crt guy anti-woke guy 
He's trying to blow up the library because he found a book. Uh, <laughs> you misheard it. It's not a child's library. It's a child's living room. Yeah, yeah. He's saying it was a child's uh, library or living room uh, to to basically then turn around and, and, and say it turned into a munitions depot. Law tip. This is why a jury trial is a threat for prosecutors and defense attorneys alike. People are stupid enough to believe something like this, and those people sit on juries. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's the worst law tip I've ever heard. Which was turned into a military operation base of Hamas on one of the, on the body of one of the uh, terrorists and murderers of Hamas, and he even marked, he wrote notes. <laughs> yes! I didn't even watch this whole video! He even marked it! This is a studious Hamas, Hamas man! Is annotated? This terrorist, seven years old! Look at his handwriting, is <laughs> seven years old! He marked and, le and learned and learned again and again <laughs> Adolf Hitler's ideology of hating the Jews, of killing the Jews, <laughs> of burning the Jews, of slaughtering the Jews. This is the real warrior act. So all those- Go ahead, journalism lady. Please, you are the BBC. You are British Broadcasting. Please ask one question about how stupid what he is doing here. Like, just please, let's see if there's any pushback whatsoever to be like, I'm sorry, what are you trying to say? Who demonstrated yesterday, I'm not saying that all of them support Hitler, but all I'm saying is by by omitting to understand what Hamas ideology is all about, they're basically supporting this ideology. That's awesome. On the day he is named Jewish Agency Chair, Isaac Herzog, Israel's leader of the opposition for the last five years, slams romantic relations between Jews and non-Jews in the USA as an actual plague, for which he hopes to find a solution. What the fuck? That's crazy. That seems insane to say. What? He's upset about miscegenation in america like it's not enough that that miscegenation is happening in israel which is a problem for a lot of the fucking freaks there okay but he's like even in america you can't have that last summer i traveled with his wife to the usa for vacation i graduated from a jewish school in new york and we met to meet friends i have a ton of friends in the usa and i encountered something that i called an actual play i saw my jewish I saw my friend's children married or coupled with non-Jewish partners. And the parents beat their breasts and ask questions and are suffering. Listen, it's every, it's every Jewish family in the USA and we're talking about millions. And then I said that there must be a campaign, a solution. We have to rack our brains to figure out how to solve this great challenge. Bro, worry about your own country, homie. What the fuck is going on? He's mad that he's the only Jewish boy in his friends group who didn't have to have an Asian girlfriend in college. Why? <laughs> Jesus. I know the orthodoxy in Judaism can get weird about marrying outside of Jewish roots, but this guy takes it to another level. Brother, this is a ridiculous thing to say under every circumstance. You know, not to get too much into black people's business, but like I get annoyed when people have like miscegenation takes about that as well in a woke way, right? And I would never consider it appropriate in any meaningful capacity if, like, some Muslim leader was like, yeah, so many of these uh, Muslim uh, men and women are, are marrying outside the faith. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. What do you mean? Suck my dick. This happens in every culture. It's the same for religious Muslims. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. It's unacceptable in every uh, shape or form except the difference is due to heavy orientalism and due to uh islamophobia running fucking rampant dr umar for example is not the president of israel 
Like, nobody looks at Dr. Umar and goes, like, well, that's a serious guy. He holds a tremendous amount of political power. No one looks at, like, uh, some fucking Iranian cleric or whatever if they said some shit like that, uh, like, on a, on a memory TV translated video. Everyone would laugh at it. Like, Dr. Umar is a meme. This guy is not a meme. He has, like, actual... I mean, he holds, like, a little bit of weight as the president, but, like, it's crazy that he is, like, an actual politician who's supposed to be on the woke side, the more liberal, the more tolerant side. Nuts. Speaking of the new version of propaganda, here's where we're at. We've now moved on to saying Nazis had a spark of humanity at their core, and because of this, they had to get creative by using the gas chambers. He's giving props to Nazis for shooting Jews in the back of the head, all to justify what's happening in Gaza. What are we doing here? Rabbi Shmuel Reichman says, this is the best interview I've ever seen. Ever, ever, ever. Nothing comes close. Douglas Murray has a heart and mind of gold. And what unfolds in the seven-minute clip is something you need to watch for yourself. Once you see half through, halfway through, you'll know exactly what I'm referring to. But he articulates something which I've been trying to share over the past month. The Nazis, as fundamentally evil as they were, believed that they were engaging in a necessary evil for an ultimate good. They still had a spark of humanity at their core. Thus, their main flaw was that they believed the ends justified the means. Even though they fully believed the result of a world without Jews, they were still fundamentally opposed to the actions that they were taking. This is what motivated the Nazis to find ways of circumventing the existential moral decay they were entering and allow them to get creative by using gas chambers, mass shootings in the back of the head to avoid direct facial contact, and other passive forms of mass annihilation, while also having as few Nazis as possible actually involved in these acts of murder. They then encouraged those individuals who were involved in this atrocity of mass murder to get drunk every night in order to wash away the person they started seeing in the mirror. Thus, the existential decay of these individual Nazis actively involved in the mass murder of Jewish people was simply seen as another layer of the ends justify the means. They were the epitome of Western evil. Hamas is the exact opposite. This is their value system. When you're so horny to fucking shit on Arabs and Palestinians in general, you end up turning around and saying Nazis were better in comparison. You do not have to ever, under any circumstance, hand it to the fucking Nazis, dog. What the fuck are you saying? How unhinged? How psychopathic? What the fuck is going on? Let me tell you what it is, though. You want to know why? You want to know what it is? I'll be honest with you. It's because the Nazis are white. That's it. The Nazis were white. So their cruelty and their brutality still is, is one done by white people. They're Western. They're not barbaric like the fucking uh, the, the Muslim scourge. That's it. They were human. Palestinians, on the other hand, not human, not white. The events of October 7th was not an end to a means. There is no future goal. This is the goal. They're prize, death, murder, rape, suicide missions, and everything that opposes the very foundation of values and truth to begin with. They are seen as the epitome of an evil, the likes of which we have never before seen. Please, I know this is social media and some people only watch 60 second sound bites, but please, please watch the brilliant interview. M.A. Rothman. The comparisons of Hamas to the Nazis is understandable, but what people don't realize is that it's wholly inadequate. While the Nazis committed unspeakable atrocities in a wholesale manner, it is well documented that the SS troops doing this knew how deeply troubling it was, what they were doing. They binge-drinked as a coping mechanism, and they had rampant morale issues, but they did what they did. The difference with Hamas is that they committed many similar atrocities, but they were gleeful about it. Also, Hamas, they're Islamists, they're Muslim, so they don't drink alcohol. Do with that information what you will. Kind of seems weird to me. If you're going to do the Nazis, they drank alcohol after doing the Holocaust. So very different, folks. I am a big brain guy. They're doing the cry and shoot, but for the SS? Yeah, literally. What the fuck is happening? Why are we humanizing Nazis, man? When you are so goddamn horny 
to just justify endless, senseless Palestinian murder that you literally end up turning around and saying, well, the Nazis are not that bad, right? Like, I mean, even the Nazis are not as bad as Hamas. Like, shut the fuck up. If you're working to round the clock to rehabilitate Nazis in this regard, I don't know what to tell you. You've lost the plot. You're an insane person. You're disgusting. What is going on in the world? We had the Waffen SS guy in the Canadian Parliament, and then we had political articles being written about the Waffen SS guy in the Canadian Parliament saying, like, it's not that bad. And then we moved on from the Waffen SS guy in the Parliament to straight up literally fucking saying the Nazis aren't that bad. Let's be real. While well, the Nazis committed unspeakable atrocities, the difference with the Hamas is that they committed many similar atrocities, but they were gleeful about it, calling their parents with pride about what they'd done. For the Hamas monsters, was a moment of celebration. And don't forget the Gazans. There are many innocents in that population. But that didn't stop the, what? Stop many citizens from stopping Hamas or something? Yeah, okay, great, great stuff. Dude, imagine buying Twitter Blue to just, like, defend the Nazis as a Jewish person. What a, what a crazy situation. Listen, if I'm talking about a fucking militarized state, purposely executing large swaths of a fucking population that is dominating and is like endlessly engaging in racial agitation towards to justify said domination. I'm probably not really interested in doing that comparison when I'm the state of Israel, because obviously the Holocaust is like a singular, fundamentally different act of violence that, that we absolutely can, can point at as like something entirely different than anything that has happened uh, since. But if we're going to look at genocide and genocide studies, the major reason for why we look at genocide and why we study genocides is so that we don't let it happen again. It's not like there's a perfect number that we hit with the wanton, indiscriminate ethnic cleansing campaigns. And then we go, okay, now we've officially hit the genocide number. The entire goal of never again is to make sure that it never happens again. And if we're making these comparisons, we're looking at it between a militant group that is brutal in its tactics, absolutely ruthless in its tactics, versus the militarized state with a fucking nuke that has an apartheid state that has been getting worse and worse for the past 56 fucking years that started off in its inception 75 years ago with an act of ethnic displacement to the tune of 750,000 indigenous people in that land being forcibly displaced, never to be able to return ever again with 6 million people in diaspora. One side is significantly closer. Not the one-to-one -one comparison, but one side is unironically closer to that argument. And it's not fucking Hamas or the Palestinian population. Yes, some Palestinians, of course, are going to have anti-Semitic sentiment. I would never discount that. But the notion that, like, their guiding principle is anti-Semitism is pure Zionist propaganda. The 1988 Charter of Hamas, when Hamas was, like, nothing, was not even a fucking marginal group, is, is completely irrelevant to this conversation. If you care about that, then you should care about the 2017 Charter as well. I don't care about either, for the record, because Hamas, in and of itself, has never actually reached a broad momentum or a broad popular mandate that any other Palestinian group has been able to capture, especially at times when it seemed like for the Palestinians that maybe Israel would negotiate in good faith and offer them self-determination. No one in the Palestinian cause has ever been as singularly popular as Yasser Arafat, the first elections, when the first elections happened. At that same time frame, Hamas wanted to engage militarily against the occupation, and they had no popularity whatsoever. The difference in what we saw was an industrialization of genocide. Yes, exactly. It was industrialized genocide for a, for a, from a military superpower, a, a group of individuals within its, own, within its own borders and outside of its own borders that it literally dominated, that it controlled, that it unjustifiably imprisoned. 
Israel fits that comparison way closer than a fucking militant group that is ruthless and barbaric, certainly, but a militant group nonetheless. A militant group that has only increased the violence and the barbarity as a consequence of the violence and barbarity the Palestinians have faced over the course of the past 75 years. Israeli here, I believe evil to be a bygone concept. The monsters who kill civilians on October 7th are indeed that monsters, but there's reasons, an apartheid state to blame, as to why they turn out this way. Monsters aren't born, they're created. Yes. And the same goes for the Israeli side too. Do I personally believe that dudes who fucking uh, uh, take up arms and join the IDF and is like excited, gleefully uh, fucking blowing up uh, hospitals are like evil from their inception? No, of course not. This is carefully and methodically crafted, constantly, constantly reinforced through every fucking apparatus of information, constantly. This hatred is learned behavior, and it must exist in a structure that is inherently fascist, which is exactly what happens in an ethnostate. When you want to do an ethnostate, look at the United States of America, guys. United States of America turns around and says, we have an ethnostate. We got to make sure this is a white ethnostate. Only whites and Christians allowed going forward. Everyone goes, no, fuck that. That's insane. We already have some semblance of that, but it's not like legal in the way that it is in Israel. Palestinians are understandably being radicalized because of oppression. What oppression are Israelis facing? I don't think you understood what I'm saying. Why do I always mention that when is, Israeli propaganda dictates that Palestinians are learning to hate Israel and learning to hate Jews from uh, uh, fucking UNRWA schools, right? Mostly Israel, though. They say Jews as well, but it's usually just Israel. They say that because it's projection. Because inside of Israel, surely there is a violent reaction to the apartheid, which is very radicalizing. I myself personally understand it from my own experiences growing up in Turkey. But it takes, and it takes a lot to just like relearn that shit, to unlearn that, certainly. But, but a major point, the, the major point for that kind of fascist sentiment to take root is because you have to constantly brainwash your population over and over again, recycling the same fucking racist canards over and over again, nonstop. How is the U.S. an ethnostate? It's not. I'm saying if a politician in the United States of America said, we can only have white Christians coming into this country. If a politician was like, we are going to actually take in refugees from other countries that have black people, but we're going to sterilize them, which, by the way, has happened in American history as well. If we said things like this and then had two different standards where we were like, oh, are you black? Well, it is illegal for you to own homes in certain neighborhoods. We did this through redlining, right? But like directly writing it in the in not the constitution but like in the legal framework of of how we exist. If modern United States, which absolutely uh, uh by the way, what I mentioned has happened throughout the United States history ironically because it is a white supremacist nation as I said and and ultimately if unchecked a fascist one. But if the United States had those same exact components, then yes, right now you would say it's a fucking out and about ethno state. Yeah, this chat could have more compassion to that if they want to bridge a gap to Israelis, literally indoctrinating every aspect of their life, segregate a school system from Arabs, mandatory military history lessons that omit the Nakba, etc. Yeah, I mean, I think that for a lot of Western supporters of Palestine, like they don't, they don't think about that because they're like, I don't give a shit about that. Why would I care about that? I only care about stopping the bombing campaign.